0: The Indianapolis Colts still have holes to to plug. Can they do it via free agency? Are there free agents out there that are going to allow the Colts to take steps forward toward a championship? They've added three significant pieces. Matt Ryan, Yannick Ngakwe, and Brandon Faison. Are there others out there that could be gotten in this free agency class, or are the Colts going to have to wait for the draft to upgrade at wide receiver, cornerback, safety perhaps, areas where they have pretty significant needs. We also need to talk a little bit about Xavier Johnson, what Xavier Johnson did over the weekend, and what Mike Woodson's response as the head of the program needs to be when somebody steps out of line in the way that Xavier Johnson did, not just thank God nobody was killed over the weekend because of Xavier Johnson's irresponsibility. Uh, Mr. Basketball, we've got a Mr. Basketball in the state of Indiana. He's going to Purdue again. Another Mr. Basketball going to Purdue. I don't like it. Got to tell you the truth. Don't like that at all. Is Tiger going to play at Augusta? I don't know. He's not going to win at Augusta. He's playing the course right now, trying to see if his leg is going to withstand the battering of walking that course, which is very, very hilly. And the Pacers, Pacers lose another player for the duration of the season. And that's a good thing because really, who wants to win at this point? Winning does you no good. This is Inside Indiana Sports Now with Ken Sterling for Monday, April 4th, 2022. We're brought to you by the great people at Johnson's Plumbing. Give them a call. You got a plumbing problem, they got a plumbing solution. Just that quick, just that easy, 765-610-8809. That's the number. Hit subscribe, ring the bell, press the like button. Do all that stuff. Let's talk about sports. So we talked about what the Colts have added. Faison is going to be a nice addition at cornerback. You're not going to miss Rocky. Seen Here's the thing. People see Rocky seen go to Vegas and Ngakwe come to Indy, and they think somehow, you may think somehow – these two players are equivalent because they were traded for one another. That is not the case. Yannick Ngakwe, you want. Rocky Yassine, you can replace just about anywhere. I don't mean to demean Rocky Yassin. Nice guy, quiet guy. He was a wrestler. Have you heard that? Rocky Yassin is a guy. There are lots and lots of cornerbacks who can play the game at the level Rocky Yassine does. The Raiders, if they don't know that, they're going to find that out. The Colts are going to be able to go out and get a guy. Whether it's Xavier Rhodes, he's still on the street. You want to know why he's still on the street? Because there aren't a lot of teams that covered him. That's the way it works. So here are the guys that the Colts have lost via free agency. And there's one kind of under-the-radar guy that I hated losing. He went to the 49ers, if that's a hint. But they have lost uh, Mark Lewinsky. That's okay. Mark Lewinsky, the Giants overpaid for Mark Lewinsky. The Colts are not going to overpay, so they lose him. Chris Reed now. Chris Reed goes to the Vikings. Both these guys are guards, so you have a need at guard. But Danny Pinner's going to be fine. Quentin Nelson, as we've been told for years, is the best guard in the history of guards. He affects a game from the guard position, unlike any player in the history of the NFL does, from the guard position. He's the left guard. Cannot exist as a franchise without Uh, without Quentin Nelson. George Odom, that's the guy. George Odom is terrific on special teams, an absolutely great guy. If you've ever spent five minutes with him, you were better off for the experience. He goes to the 49ers, a great, like I said, special teamer and a depth piece at safety, and you need a depth piece at safety because can the guys on the roster right now, can they continue to compete at safety? Can they stay healthy enough? You don't know that with Justin Blackman. Zach pascal has gone to the Eagles. Zach Pascal's a good run blocker as a wide receiver. What's that tell you? Uh, I don't mean to demean him. I, I love Zach Pascal, and he really has built a niche for himself in his career doing stuff that others don't. He understands the need for uh, run blocking from the receiver position. And you're going to see Jonathan Taylor suffer a little bit because of a lack of Zach Pascal blocking for him as he runs the football. And that's really about it. Al-Kadeen Muhammad also goes to the Bears. Like Tim, nice depth piece. And the Colts, as we well know, they love depth pieces on the defensive line. All right, so who's out there? Teron Matthew, I would love to see the Colts go get because he makes plays. I like guys who make plays. The other guys are like placeholders. Playmakers, that's how you win championships. Teron Matthew has been a force for good with the Kansas City Chiefs, and they're going to miss him. But they had to find some cash, so he was allowed to leave via free agency. He's going to be 30 years old, and the Colts may be in a position to sign him. You've also got the Steelers. You've got the Raiders. You've got others who've got the cap space requisite to sign a guy like Matthew. Uh, Stefan Gilmore... I don't think he's coming here. It just doesn't feel right. The Colts don't do that. They don't go out and spend big bucks on a cornerback. They just don't, no matter how good that cornerback is. Other teams do. The Colts don't. They. Chris Ballard says we build from the inside out, and he ain't kidding. Uh, you've got Jerry Hughes. Jerry Hughes is too old. He's got to be 34 years old. He, he's had a couple of good years, but none of them recently. Akeem Nix. He's 32 years old, defensive tackle. We got enough defensive tackles, Chris Ballard. We got enough of these guys. We don't need any more defensive tackles. You don't need eight defensive linemen. Who's ever heard of this? You've got two wide receivers and eight defensive linemen. What are you doing? Uh, Jarvis Landry, Odell Beckham Jr., Julio Jones. Not too old, not too old. Both 29, Landry and Beckham. And then Julio Jones is 33. Odell Beckham Jr., a three-time Pro Bowler, but the last time he was a Pro Bowler was 2016. Jarvis Landry played 12 games last year. The blue might be off the rose for both those guys. There's a reason why the Rams haven't re-signed Odell Beckham Jr. I'm guessing that reason is money and a question about his health because he tore his ACL in the Super Bowl. Gronk at tight end. Gronk did not come to Indy. It, it, we just don't. Like, is there any player in the NFL, any of them, that kind of screams, hey, I'm not an Indianapolis Colt, more than Rob Gronkowski? I don't think so. Genevieve Clowney, 29 years old. He's played on four teams in the last four years. Why? That's the question. Dwayne Brown, the last of these guys, left tackle, Seattle Seahawks, 30 years, 36 years old. Old dude, but he still does his job at a very high level. Could he come in for a year or two? and continue to play left tackle reasonably well enough to hold down that spot? Or are the Colts pot committed to Matt Pryor? It looks like the help that they're going to need at wide receiver is going to come via the draft. So when, uh you know, that one guy, it's no longer Goodell in the second round, when he stands in front of the microphone, used to be Gene Washington, and he says with a 42nd overall pick, the Indianapolis Colts select it better damn well be, fi- his name better be followed by wide receiver. You gotta have weapons. If you're going to win championships, you have to have weapons, the likes of which the Colts do not have. You've got Michael Pittman Jr. Okay. any Anyone else? Yeah, Paris Campbell. Sure. Dylan Moore asks, if you are a coach... And it's 100% your decision on what happens. What are you telling X? All right, let's talk about Xavier Johnson. I like that. What I'm telling, and by the way, thank you so much for the 20 big ones. You got a question? The 20, that, it's an instant attention getter. All right, let's talk about uh, Xavier. You got to decide, are you going to be Judge Smales with Xavier Johnson? You know, Xavier I sentenced men, young men, or men younger than you to the gas chamber. Didn't have to do it. Felt I owed it to them. You know, are you going to do that? Are you going to detonate the big one, shoot a hostage, and set a level of discipline for the rest of the program? Or are you going to look at this and you're going to say, you know what, we don't have another point guard. Unless Rob Finnessy doesn't an about face and comes back here as a fifth-year guy at Indiana and becomes our starter. If we lose Xavier Johnson and we lose Rob Finnessy, we don't have a point guard. We saw what that looked like. Xavier Johnson didn't play in the Northwestern game. Rob Finnessy was hurt. So you wound up with Trey Galloway playing a little bit of point. Tamar Bates played a little bit of point. Can Jalen hood Shafino play point at a level high enough to hold down that position as a freshman? That's really tough work. Is there somebody in the... And I am a hater of the transfer portal for Indiana. I do not want Mike Woodson to take the easy way out, as the players in the portal do more often than not. The portal should be an escape hatch of last resort. You know, it should be like you're in an F-15 and you pull the lever and out you go. You don't want to do it. You know it's perilous. Goose died. Like that in Top Gun, for God's sake. Goose died. You pull it as a last resort because not pulling it is going to cause your utter demise, right? That's what you use the transfer portal for. Teams should look at the portal in the same way. That if you use it, it's got to be for a really damn good reason. And not having a single point guard on the roster, that's a pretty damn good reason. But you got to decide what you're about if you're Mike Woodson. And and the thing you've got to really thank God for is that Xavier Johnson going 90 in his Dodge Charger north on Walnut, where the highest speed limit is 40 miles an hour, no matter where you are on that road before you get to 46. You know what? Somebody pulls it, takes a right on red at 17th Street, whap, dead. People die because they drive 90 on a residential street like Walnut. And that nobody died, thank God nobody died. Because if somebody had, Xavier Johnson is going to prison. That's vehicular homicide. He's going away. Or vehicular manslaughter, whatever. The way it is now the biggest charge he faces is that he tried to elude the police, which is a grade 6 felony down in Monroe County. So you've got to deal with the judicial system, and then you've got to deal with Mike Woodson. You couple this with the suspension uh, during that game against Northwestern, and all of a sudden you see a pattern of behavior that would, for a normal person, a normal authority figure or manager or coach, would affect trust and erode trust. And without trust, you can't lead. So if you can't trust Xavier Johnson to do the right thing, you absolutely have to fire him. And that's kind of where you are. This is a kid who's not really a kid. He's going to be a fifth-year senior played three years at Pitt, he committed to Nebraska, was released from his letter, went to Pitt for three years, led the ACC in turnovers in year one and year two, came to Indiana for year four, and really kind of got good by the end of the season. There seemed to be some accountability that he accepted for his behavior, at least on the court. And then what happened Sunday morning happened, and all of a sudden Mike Woodson has a decision to make, because if you allow Xavier Johnson to do the two things that Xavier Johnson has done during less than two months, you might be opening the barn door for all the horses to escape and understand that no meaningful consequence is going to be borne because of bad behavior. And that is an untenable position for a coach to inhabit. What is Mike Woodson going to do? Should Mike Woodson educate Xavier Johnson? Hold him accountable? Punish him as a member of the team, or should he just say goodbye? That's the question. That's what you're asking me. I got to tell you the truth. I say goodbye. I do. I, I I would say Xavier. I want you to succeed. I'm with you. You ever need anything? Let me know. But I can't let down the other guys in this program because I showed you uh, a a level of accommodation that I may not be willing to show them. I can't keep you here and, with a straight face, assert any level of discipline for this roster. It pains me, but you got to go. I think that that's what you do. And then you try to figure it out. You know, you, you... you've you probably already figured out who's not your point guard. Now you got to go about the process of figuring out who your point guard is. And, and that's the tough part. But if it was me, you earn the right to play at Indiana, not just with what you do on the court, but how you comport yourself off the court. And there are ways to go about your business off the court. If you want to have some fun, you can, you can do it. But driving your car 90 miles an hour north on Walnut is not going to be allowed, and it can't be uh, condoned. With with Mike Woodson, you know, having him run stairs this morning, I thought, you know what, stick with the kid, try to get him over the hump and past his own stupidity and recklessness. And the more I think about it, the more you really owe it to the other guys, the other twelve scholarship players, and everybody who puts on that Indiana jersey you owe a level of discipline to those guys for everybody else. And if you're not willing to assert that, you know what? What are you doing coaching kids in college? I think that's a, a valid question. Um, so we'll see what he does. It's, this is going to be a seminal moment in Mike Woodson's leadership. We'll see where he is as a leader based upon how he handles this. And every minute, the kind of ticks past, Look, Indiana, this is a state university. There are a lot of fans. There are a lot of season ticket holders. There are a lot of people invested in the future of that program. I think you need to do a better job communicating with them about this stuff. UNC's going to lose tonight because if they win, I'd win a pool, and I never win a pool. So take the money line. Your $100 bet will pay off one forty seven sixty two. Somebody hands you $47.62, you just say thank you, you can do that for me. Braden Smith of Westfield, 2022's Mr. Basketball, congratulations to him. And the Shamrocks program, Chris Duarte, out for the season, of course he is. Tomorrow morning, breakfast with Kent. I, I don't know whether we're going to hear something about Xavier Johnson at, at, at you know between now and tomorrow morning, but if we do, we'll talk about it tomorrow. And talk about the good and the bad of whatever decision's made. Can't wait to talk to you then. Go Tar Heels, but I know it's a futile effort.